bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. In this 2023, we want to say thank you to Associated Bank. For being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth, together we're committed to uplifting local organizations and supporting black-owned businesses, which is what we're talking about today. Whatever your financial needs are, Associated Bank can help member FDIC. So in the first hour, we were discussing whether or not buying black was a... Something that was, you know, something we should do. Is it is it racist to say I'm buying black? Well, I do it every day. I I buy black as often as I absolutely possibly can. If I could find a good black grocery store, I would buy from it. Not a black grocery store in the black community to make food deserts go away. I'm talking about a black. An actual black store. I would love it if. A black grocery store would open up in the black community. Because part of the issue was we didn't support them when they were here. We need to support them now. Say something, because I'm 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 waiting on you to say something. What you mean they need to support themselves? No, what I'm saying is is Lena's was a, a staple in our community, right? right? It was a great staple. Right. And the one problem that we had with Lena's was the fact that Lena's, when you compare the type of way that, and granted, I can't compare. Let's let's do Syndix, okay? No, no. Syndix is a local. Syndix is a locally owned okay. business. Okay. You compare Lena's to Syndix. Uh-huh. Lena's was a staple in our community. Okay. Multiple Lena's locations across Milwaukee. My grandfather used to shop at Lena's okay. as well. That was a place that employed okay. a lot of my friend. Worked at the Lena's over there off of. Uh, uh, the Fond du Lac. Worked yeah. at the one on yeah. Fond du Lac, okay. and so it employed a lot of people. But the problem is, what? is that 
the standard that they allowed themselves to keep the stores to in the end, and they may still run the Piggly Wiggly over there. I'm not sure on East Capitol because that used to be Alina's as well for a little bit. Okay. And so what I'm saying is, is that the standard that they allowed their store to be run to mm-hmm. as it got passed mm-hmm. down slipped. And so we should not allow them to hold themselves to a low standard where you have rats or mice that might be running around. Okay. Just like that pick and save over there on Van Buren that had, or it might be Metro Market, that one got dragged because it had mice. So what I'm saying is this, is that you have to make sure that your employees are as passionate about where they come to work and what they do okay. as you are about your business. Because we shouldn't, as a community, have to accept subpar grocery stores. And that's why I'm glad to hear that the Sherman Park grocery store is clean. The Sherman Park grocery store holds itself to high standards. It has black-owned food and great quality there. I'm happy to hear that because we should have nothing but exceptional grocery stores for us to patron. And I just feel like Lena's lost his way at a certain point in the last 20 years to where they are not the same Lena as they were when I was a kid. Now that they lose their way, because first of all, this this is me speaking. I think you made a couple of. OK, that's a lot. No, come you on. Made, you made a lot of assumptions. OK. About the reasons why. Right. Yeah. I, a lot of assumptions. I don't know. Please educate me. If you know, I want to know. And I know two of the brothers. Let me let me be authentic. And I know two of the brothers. I'm not going to say which, but I know two of the brothers. Right. And no, I know three. But my 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 point is this. When you don't know the back end of what's actually going on, it's easy to say this is why. But if black people don't come to the store and support the store, they can't have the money to make it look and do the things that you need it to do. And so at some point you're going to do what? You know, demand versus supply. No, demand. I can't cut corners with something I can't afford. Right. Because you don't support the store or you steal from the store. Or you have customers and employees who may steal from. I'm not saying that's what happened. I, I don't know what happened. But what I'm saying is part of that is. Having to figure out how to make all these things work. Now, the flip side is, did anybody go help? Did anybody support? Well, no. So we complain about things, but then we don't support things, and that's why they fail. That's why, what is it, 50% of all businesses, 95 however many businesses fail within the first five years. Why? Because people don't support them. You can learn all the things you want, but if you don't support a business, it's going to fail. Period. Full stop. But for some reason, we don't look at the world that way. Let me, let me. In my estimation, I have seen black people not look at the world that way. I have seen a good number and it's anecdotal. I've seen a good number of black people look at things as, as in. Um, You see, I was about to say something, but then this 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 text. Derek said, Dr. Ken, Kyle is right. You're making excuses. No, actually, he's making excuses because he has no idea what he's talking about because he hasn't had any information, any data. Wait a minute. No, I do nothing. have information, you though, know Ken. What Come on now. My friend used to work there. And he talk, He got. He was getting moved up. I have some information. Now, I'm not saying mm-hmm. I'm not. Listen. Staple. What I'm saying is, and shout out to Derek. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, what oh, what I'm they always take up for you in your show. I up. know. That's what I'm, I'm happy this to be back. Garbage. What all, garbage. All nah. I'm saying is this: is that <laughs> I'm there as, at a point there was support, 
and you may know better than I do, when did the support linger off and fall off? And what was the why? Why did the support go away? Because like I said, Lena's was a staple. I know Lena's, Lena's food. Like that was something that all black kids around Milwaukee knew that song. We heard about it. Right. And and we knew, even if my parents didn't shop there all the time, my grandparents used to shop there and people shopped there in the community. And so at what, but now we got food deserts everywhere in the black community. So at what point did the patron drop off from going there? And what was the why, Ken? I believe it came down to as times changed and incomes changed, people didn't want to spend that much money. But one of the, one of the things of opening multiple locations is I can get the same products at a cheaper cost because I'm buying more, right? Otherwise you're subject to, whatever they're going to give you. Let me, let me get an example. And I'm not talking about Lena's. I'm just talking about in general. If you have, if you want to buy milk, right? If you have the money to buy enough milk, you get the milk two, three weeks before the expiration date. If you buy it later, you may get the milk where you can only afford to have so much milk. So you got to wait till you can afford to buy the milk that, is up in a week and a half or a week. So every time you come in, the milk that you have there, you can't have a lot, right? Because it expires after a certain time. So let's say if I, and I'm just picking arbitrary numbers and all that stuff. Let's say if the milk is good for three weeks and I can buy a thousand of them versus the milk is good for one week and I can buy 1,500, I might opt for the 1,500. Right. So. It's cheaper for me. Now the milk cost is cheaper for you. If I buy it the other way, the cost is going to be high for me because I only got, you know, like five stores and Piggly Wiggly has 500 stores. So their per unit cost is going to be cheaper because they buy more. I can afford to do that. Can't afford to do that in a small business unless you join a co-op or some other organization where people get together. But again, there's that thing that people always say in the community that black people don't want to get together. It's like we have this thing that 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 competition is always there. And it's really not. Regardless of how many people are in the community, Lena's couldn't couldn't sell food to everybody. It's too many people in the neighborhood. Like, they don't have that much food. There's other places you can go. But for food that you eat, the, 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 the toppings and the seasoning and all that that you eat, you can find it there. That's what it's for. So I think, I think it's disingenuous for people to say they walk in a store, look around. That's like looking at the homeless person and seeing the homeless person be all raggedy and say, oh, that's terrible. That person's homeless. They didn't take care of themselves. Well, they might have taken care of it. You know, it's a lot of millionaires walking around homeless, right? A lot of, a lot of, a lot of you know, Purple Heart veterans walking around homeless. So don't, don't look at the outside and make an assumption about something that we don't have any data about. But when things fail in the black community, many times they fail because we don't support it and they don't keep it at a level that it's needed in order to to make money.
I don't know what the issue was. I'm not here. That's not even what I'm really talking about. I'm talking about the fact that we in the black community don't support our business and we need to start. We need to start buying black. You got that, Kyle? Buy black. Yeah, you know how I feel. I, I want to support black, but, you know, <laughs> economically got to make sense, too. Right. That's true. Talking text line says, I wholeheartedly agree with your comments about Lena's grocery store. We perish for the lack of support among ourselves. I disagree with the person who said you are making excuses. Lena's needed more than grandma's to shop there. They needed the whole community. And that's true. That's true. And the next person that comes about, see, here's, here's the thing before we go to break. We support stuff that makes no sense. We support the liquor store. We support the, the, the cigarette store. We support the bars, the clubs, but we don't support life-sustaining things like food, the food store, the clothing store. Like, like do we even have a black department store in Milwaukee? Like an actual black department store. No. Is there even a national chain? I know there's a couple that are run by black people. But that's about it. That's as close as we'll get. 833-212-1017 is the number. See, Kyle then jumped in and I didn't even get to my topic for this. Uh, It's his fault. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I think we got to stop being so hard on black business. I mean, we, we, we put them, we do it to each other, too. We hold each other to a standard that we just can't fulfill. And then when we fail... See, I told you, you wasn't nothing. You wasn't. We, we look at the things people do wrong. We take the one thing they did wrong and we destroy an entire life based on one thing they did wrong that they didn't like. It doesn't make any sense to me. And we do the same thing to business. And if we would just support business the way we we're supposed to, many times we wouldn't have this issue. But, you know, you know what they say. And who is they? Anyway, 833-212-1017 is the number. I got a question this hour about Utes, and I want to find out whether or not I'm on point or if I'm blowing smoke. I know most of you all think I'm blowing smoke anyway, so anyway, I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. What happened to this generation um, as it relates to work? I see some things in younger millennials that is phenomenal, right? Many of them are old enough if they're in their 20s where they didn't quite have all of the internet stuff we got now to we kind of we kind of you know 
I, I don't I don't know how to say it. We are okay to to support and do things and they get the the way the world works and some of them had some some you know internet stuff and some of them didn't they kind of know both ways they still know how to write paper they still know how to you know like sign their name like my my um <clears throat> children are between 25 and 35 and they you know they know how to sign their name they know how to fill out a check they know how to you know s- script it, it it just you know they they they, they know how to do those things this new generation of Gen Z, I don't know if being a YouTube star is going to really be it. I don't know if using technology to the point that it makes you who you are, because now you're susceptible to the fact that when it doesn't work, you like freak out. And just like basketball and football and baseball, you know, I, I was I heard something interesting earlier today. They say, you know, only 12,000 people become politicians. 12,000 people. Maybe I'm counting wrong. Maybe it's 1,200. I don't know. I say that to say only so many people can be in the House of Representatives. Only so many people, the U.S. House of Representatives. Only so many people can be in the Senate. Only so many people can be in in all those elected positions and appointed positions. And only so many people can be on the Supreme Court. That's it. That's all you get. And if that's what you're going after, think about the number of lawyers that are in the world that one day said they want to be a Supreme Court justice and never, ever make it because it's only nine. Think about the people that want to go on the YouTube and make money. They want to go go, go, go on the YouTube. Okay. <laughs> go on YouTube. Go on Twitter. Do whatever they want to do to be an influencer. Right? When in fact, they're not going to make it because now the internet is global. You've got billions of people trying to do what you do. So the odds of you making it. And, and the odds of you making it over the long term, you would probably do better being a basketball player or a rapper. At least the odds are you'll make it. The odds with being like an influencer. And what's the number? Like how many followers do you need to be an influencer? How many followers? I'll get it. Followers do you need? It seems like Gen Z, and I'm generalizing on purpose, if you have a question or a comment about it, 833-212-1017, what, what happened to, you know, going to work? I see a lot of evidence of I'm working long enough to take care of things I want. Like, I, I, I heard it was millennials, but I don't think it's millennials. I think Gen Z are going to be the generation that are not going to do better than their parents. I think they're starting like I used to think about it with millennials, but something lit a fire under millennials. I think they came into being in charge. They came into being the managers and the directors. 
and the general managers and the right. And they learned that, wow, if I don't utilize these principles that they told me I needed, that I thought I didn't, life's going to fail. So they've started to do that. Can't get Z to go to work. I actually talked to a guy who runs a business, fast food. He said, I replace people every single payday. About a third to half of my employees get a check and stop working. And I said, well, what do you mean? You can't be paying them that much money, 10, 15 bucks an hour. He said, well, wait a minute. If you work 40 hours a week times two weeks, right? And you're making 15 bucks an hour. He said, that's only $600 before tax. He said, they live at home. They don't need much to live on. They just want to be able to do what they want to do. And then they're done. And when they're out, they're out. They just do what they want to do. I can do what I want to do. I can go, hey, I'm going to the club. I'm going to the concert. I need $300. They'll work, get $300, quit, and go do what they do. I find that astounding, first of all. Second of all, where's the longevity? How are you going to live? The, you can't live the rest of your life. And they go, oh, no, I just use the Internet. Anytime I want to find a job, I just do it on there. I go there, get a short-term job, get it done, boop, make my money, I'm out. They go on trips. They, they go overseas to Europe. I don't get it. This stuff y'all talk about, Social Security, that stuff ain't going to be here. All this stuff that Joe Biden is trying to do, President Biden, to centralize everything, that stuff don't work. Didn't work in the Soviet Union, didn't work in Poland, didn't work in Czechoslovakia, didn't work in Germany, not going to work here. And so what are we going to do? Before we go to break, 833-212-1017 is the number. Michael from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Yeah, he was talking about the Zen, the Zoo, Gen Z. Is that why we having a more, a more, it's a new group. I'm thinking it's a new group of, of homelessnesses in out here then. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't want to go to work, man. Correct. Yeah, because where I work at, uh, I work over here on 12th and Valley. I'm an officer over here at the drive patrol vehicle. Okay. Um, in the morning times, I'm riding past. You know, we got, I guess it's um, what they call that, uh, man, it's where they sleep at night, um, a shelter or whatever. I see so many guys look like they're in their early and mid-20s in the morning around 6 on my way to work, and it's it's just sad. 20 or 30 of them. Walking from that place in their early and mid twenties. So what you're talking about, I think it's going to even be more and more. If it's the Gen Z, it's going to even be more and more homeless, and that's the new crop, I guess. All right. Thank you much, Michael. You're welcome. And I think that's a good observation when you think about the fact that we've got kids whose parents are saying, "If you don't work, if you don't go to school, you can't live here." You got to admit the millennials that are living at home work every day. Even if they got a remote job, they work. Even if they're in the basement, they work. 
but it did trouble me before. Like I was, I was, I was over on the east side. I was up in the up in the Shrubwood, Whitefish Bay, Bayside. Right. I saw a lot of white kids that were homeless. And you, you know, sometimes you have that look that you're homeless, and sometimes you look and you go, "Are you homeless or not?" They got the backpack going. They got the thing, you know, right? and then they looked and when they smiled, you could see they hadn't brushed their teeth in days and their hair was kind of matted and you could see that they were homeless. I felt really bad for them, but I don't remember seeing homeless people that were that young. I used to always think, you know, when I get older, I want to make sure and, and I think that's a fatal, I don't think it's a fatal flaw. I'm putting it in quotes, fatal flaw. I have a drive to make money and to live a good life because I watched the struggle that my parents went through and my grandparents. It, it was like my, my grandparents didn't go through a struggle, but my parents did. My father's side of the family was was very well off, but he wasn't. My mother's side of the family, they were they were doing pretty good, but she didn't. And so I, I saw that drive that made me think, I never, ever want that. I'm tired of living on food stamps. I'm tired of people laughing at me. I'm tired of getting free breakfast, free lunch. We didn't have free dinner back then because, you know, they said, go home. <laughs> I mean, think about that. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired and you swear to yourself, I will never ever live like that again. And if I have to, how many jobs I need to work in a day? And if you're going to pay me $10, $15 an hour, I guess I got to work 16 hours a day because I got to get it in. People don't think that way anymore. They expect things to drop in their lap. And they just have no understanding of, of how life works, of how Capitalism can free them from a lot of racial things to make you not have to care. Don't worry about it. That's why people always complain. Well, you look like you don't care about being black. Oh, I do. I just don't let it bother me because I don't use white people as the barometer of how far I get. I use me. That's why 2023, it's about greater success. I know all the stuff I did good. I think I need to repeat that. Otherwise, all we're doing it's just blowing smoke. This Associated Bank Sports Update on 1017 The Truth is powered by ESPN Milwaukee. I'm Greg Matzik. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin remains sedated and in a Cincinnati hospital after suffering a cardiac arrest during the first quarter of Monday night's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. The NFL has not announced plans to resume or cancel the game, which was postponed in the first quarter. Basketball tonight, the Bucks continue a three-game homestand against the Washington Wizards. Giannis and Drew Holiday both expected to play. Milwaukee 23-13 and on the season. The Wizards are 17-21. and College basketball tonight. Marquette continues Big East play in New York against St. John's. Hear the game on 94.5 ESPN with coverage beginning at 5 o'clock. And the 14th-ranked Wisconsin Badgers continue Big Ten play at home against Minnesota for an 8 o'clock tip. This sports update presented by Associated Bank. Proudly supporting our hometown teams. Member FDIC. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
What you do, you don't know the words, right? Because all you know is the course, right? That's all you know. And then you know this part, all right with me, right? So you lose, you, so you only turn and face people and move your lips when you know the words, and they go, "Oh, they're singing that song." No, they're not. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Before we get to JD. Uh, Happy New Year, Dr. Ken. Your rationale for black supporting black business makes 100%. Um, makes sense, 100%. You're speaking on your the seven principles of Ngozu Saba. I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to look that up. Al said, Dr. Ken, you said something profound when you said they're at home with their parents, but that doesn't last always. Sooner or later, you have to get out of mommy's house without contributing to the bills. Hmm. Eight three three two one two. Bless you. <laughs> I heard that all the way in here. Did you really, Doctor Ken? <laughs> I hear your concern in this generation, but I believe every older generation has this concern. Remember the sixties, flower power and hating the man. Uh, now they are bankers, entrepreneurs, and teachers. No, they not. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. As a generation, they will find their way and do it great. No. Now, with that, help us black folks. We need to keep pushing and reaching back to help each other. At what point do we hold people responsible, though? Like, at what point do I, do I reach back and become a detriment to myself and my family helping somebody else? I think that's that line that tends to blur because we are a familial tribal people. And so we we tend to want the group to make it. 833-212-1017 is the number. J.D. from Milwaukee. You're on the new 1017, The Truth. Good evening, Dr. Ken. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sir. You write about black businesses. That's my first point. I recently started going to the only black gas station in the state. I stopped there on accident. And it was super clean. They were very nice. And they let me use the bathroom. When I go to other gas stations, and predominantly black areas in Milwaukee, they say the bathroom is broke or it's locked. They rarely let you use it. It's a few, but most, from my experience, don't let you use them. And I really appreciated that. And I told them I'm coming back and I'm only getting my gas from them. Where's the only black so, gas station in Milwaukee? It's on Atkinson off the freeway on Atkin- Ace and Atkinson. Yep, or that's it's right. Like a, it's a BP. Right, yeah. right there at so, yeah, King I, Drive, 3rd Street, Atkinson, all that. Yep. Yep. And then with the youth unemployment, I work with young people. Uh, it's a lot going on. Um, I hear what Michael was saying. I live by the shelter on Valite. Uh, all them young people are not unemployed. I work with a guy that um, that I do some work with. He's 23 now. He started out at that shelter after some hard bumps. They're really not supposed to let them sleep there, but they let him sleep there. And when he would leave in the morning, he was going to work. So we can't say that they're not all doing something because I know people that have been through there that have gotten a lot of help at that shelter and they are on their way to work. And he actually do live by himself and not with his parents. And he's 23. These kids, uh, they will work. Uh, Youth unemployment has been up and down for the last 30 years. Lowest uh, 9% in 2000. Highest uh, 18% in 2010. 
Right now, we're at about 9% for the last available information, but these jobs not paying nothing. When I was in high school working at Derringer Research Group, I was working in an office with adults, and I was making $12 an hour. Uh, kids today still making $12 an hour. That was 20 years ago. So the money not doing the same thing. And a lot of the money that's been coming into our society has been going to the top, according to uh, Joseph Stiglitz, uh, the price of inequality. So with the money going to the top, they got to live off their parents because they don't have it. And the dollar don't do the same thing it did 20 or 40 years ago. But why is the the money going to the top? Oh, now that's the inequality. And that's the way. But is it inequality or they're better educated, have go after things that, you know what I'm saying? Like it it can't be all inequality because there are a lot of black people that have it. Actually, the majority of black people have it. I wasn't talking black or white. I was saying the price of inequality. So where, where I'm going with this, Dr. Kennedy, is there is no kind of kind capitalism. You can't be kind in business. It's just business. So what they've been doing is squeezing workers, not giving them unions, no collective bargaining, and, 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 and the prices have went up. So I understand why the kids work to get their iPhone and quit the job. I have one young kid I work with, he's 18. He graduated from high school. He done had three jobs this year. He said, I'm not with it. He worked, get him some little bucks tickets or go on a little trip with his guys, and he's done. He stayed with his mom, and he helped her with the kids. She don't even want him to go to school. I told him, you need to go to school or go to the service. I'm pushing him for that. So I'm working with him. I mean, but they get a lot of pushback from the parents. She don't want him to leave. And then you still got the criminal justice system. One of the other young guys I work with, he's 19. He's been to jail twice this year, but he still got an interview on Friday. I'm taking it. I'm, I'm, we, it's people out here working with these kids, and these kids are determined. It's not all boo-hoo with it. And, and they Correct. not all, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not that bad, man. They, they really are trying, but it's, it's so many. It, 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 you need a, a, a skill set now. Correct. You need to do some internships. But, but we've always, but we've always need a skill set. You got to go to school to learn that. You do. And I mean, a lot of them are graduating. And I think the education system ain't the same. Have you been to a public school in Milwaukee recently? Yes. And it's, and it's not the same. Yeah, they, It's not the same as it's when I went. Same. It's not. It was some learning going on when I was there. And I, I went to parochial school most of my life. But the last two years I went to uh, Juno and there was some stuff going on there. We had entrepreneurship programs, business programs. You work half a day and get credit for that. I was working 40 hours my senior year. I was making a lot of money, and I had a job at my church. They got to hustle, too, now. Some of this is on the kids. You're right. They do got to get out here, even if it's not enough. Like you said, work a whole 40 and do something else. So yep. it's a two-, three-fold problem. But that's what I have for you today, Dr. Ken. Thanks for letting me talk. All right, brother. I appreciate it. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. So before the break, we were talking about Gen Z, younger millennials, folks not working. It's a new year. We got to come up with some new ways. And in the in the coming days, we're going to be talking about stuff. We're going to be talking about community stuff like the church. 
what's happening to some of those things in our community that's 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 changing how um people view the church um yeah 8332121017 is the number Sandra from Milwaukee you're on the new 1017 the truth how are you I am fine. How are you today? And Happy New Year. Good and Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't do anything, but I'm okay because I've always, uh, I enjoyed my life. I partied and whatever. But yeah, you were talking about the uh, Gen Z's and I was just saying, I was just thinking when you were saying um, they didn't want to work and won't be no Social Security and probably won't be no health care. It probably won't be a lot of stuff. I think what's going to happen, if we don't get it corrected, you're going to have a, a line drawn down the middle where you're going to have the rich and the poor. And the poor are just going to sit out there and just wonder, twiddle their fingers, put it that way. Because I was just looking at Jamaica. I ne- I've never been there, but I heard they have a poor side and they have a rich side. And uh, I was looking at some films, some Films on that, and they showed the poor side, and it's all full of drugs and all that stuff. And then the rich side, I mean, they're living well, and I guess they they all have the same. They they feel the same. I worked hard all my life, and I'm not giving it to anybody. I'm gonna pass it down or whatever, whatever. Um, so I think we're gonna have to some way, if we can, get these kids on the right path. Because my husband used to work at, uh, what, Higher Milwaukee, and he says a lot of times they can't pass the math math tests, and they don't have driver's license. Right. And uh, and he worked with them pretty much. But he's retired now. So um, I think it's, it's a way we have to, have to find out what's happening. Because I know there's a group over here. Now, during the summer, they were piled up and down the street on top of cars, everything. I'm sitting at the church and everything else, but the church wasn't open. So we got a whole lot of young folks. We can, I wish we can buy a big truck and get them put in the truck and send them off to a school where they can um, get well-educated and they can't come out of the school till they get their education because something's going to have to happen well for them because you're going to have a mess like Tent City, like down there uh, at the <laughs> at the courthouse. Right. Did you see that? I mean, yeah. that's weird. I said, I said, that's what been around is for wrong years. here? Um, that's been around for years yeah, all over the city. To. Yeah, and then standing at you know in the middle of the aisles, asking for money, and I mean, I see both people, black and white. You know, um, and don't go down by Potawatomi. They standing right out there too. But it's something. Something is not right. I'm just afraid because the system. Like the more and more it gets to the point that they don't want to help the people anymore, they want them to stand on their own. When I don't think the mentality is there for some of them, but a lot of them don't want to work um, the whole total eight-hour job. That's what I did. I did overtime, eight hours. We went on strike. I went to another job. I always found a job, and jobs were easy then too. Well, so jobs are pretty really plentiful today too. You just have to mm-hmm. have the basics in order to get the job. The education you're saying, like right. the skill set. 
Not not necessarily well, the skill set. There there are yeah. a lot of jobs that'll teach you. So if you go work at a fast food restaurant and learn mm-hmm. about coming to work on time, dressing right, getting up. I see so many kids dressed in a way that they dress, which is understandable. They dress different. But when I can see your underwear, I have an issue with that. I have an issue with you not being not necessarily I'm 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 just asking for neat. Right? Exactly. Not everybody can well afford played. good clothes. Mm-hmm. They can't afford casual clothes. They can afford whatever they can afford, just make it clean. That's all. Both ways, yeah, because I see the guys, they run around with pants halfway down. Then I say, now, if you had to run from the police, you wouldn't even be able to run. I said, that is well, so if you cool. do things right, but, you won't be running from the police. So you can, you know, if that's well, how you want to wear your pants. That's true. But, I mean, according to what we see, they're in trouble, and they end up running, driving the cars but, fast. But, but I don't know if we can, but I don't know if we can generalize about somebody who has sagging pants and saying they're bad. I don't. I think today those two don't equate. That the way you dress no, and the way you act. Because in case you had to run. But what if you don't? The same well, thing with the woman. Why don't you just you not know, do anything we, wrong, mean, and that way you can sag your pants and you don't have to run? I don't, I don't know. If we have to run, you know, sometimes you have to run. You don't know who's going to stick you up or what. Mm, so okay. you want to be prepared. All right. Well, thank you much, ma'am. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay then. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Daniel from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. We got about a minute or so left. How you doing? I'm good. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Yes. Um, I was um I was listening to you guys. First of all, how you guys doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, you know, I was just um listening to about the um, you know, um the lady and you guys speaking about the younger generation. And, um, you know, moving forward. Well, you know, I just really think that, you know, with the younger generation and the things that's going on now, um, I really think that, you know, um, with all of the crimes that's going on and they constantly like with the with the younger generation killing each other, they constantly put them in jail, release them for, 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 for them to commit more crimes. Well, how about finding a solution to, well, since you putting them, you know, in jail and constantly doing that and destroying other families when you let them out and you know that they're going to commit another crime, since they belong to the government, how about just directly putting them into the military? Because the military, because the military won't take them because they can't pass the test and they can't get a, a, a classified background. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yep. I okay. feel you. I think it was and, when we were growing that, up that worked great. Absolutely. But we also didn't have a gentleman who passed it, uh, a law to say that parents can't discipline their children because if back in that day, I wish somebody would have told our grandparents or our parents that they can't be disciplined if we was doing something wrong. That's true. All right. Well, thank you much, Daniel. I appreciate your call. It's been a good afternoon this evening. Good afternoon this evening. Does that even make any sense? That must be Kyle rubbing off on me. They're just getting stuff wrong. I want to say thank you to Kyle Wallace, my producer. I guess for the rest of the week, while well, we got to sit here and hustle through all this stuff. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe shows up next. 
Never miss a show. You can stream us on multiple platforms. I say just download the Truth app and you can listen to us 24-7. God bless. Take care. I'll see you in about 22 hours.